Hakeem. And I'm Crystal. And this is Eat, Sing, Carry. You may know us from absolutely nowhere. However, join us as we discuss our personal experiences, popular culture, spirituality, and other topics that we have a hard time addressing. In a nutshell, we will talk about anything from drag queens to Jesus and everything in between. Eat, Sing, Carry starts now. The 22nd alone and we come to mean so many things. I love my man with all honesty, but I know that Steve was raggedy. he's cheating on me. Yeah, yeah. I've got the rest of the world. I look him in his eyes. I, think. I look him in his eyes. But all he tells me is not to keep me near. Keep I think. me near. If he knew the. If he it might be knew the something. Sky, 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 sky. If he knew the things I did. If he knew the things I did. He couldn't handle it. All I know is I know them damn words to Michael Jackson is not Mama Say, Mama Saw, Michael Saw. I'ma say it one more time, I'm not gonna stop. I was like, Well, Michael, one, you said it more than one time and you did not stop. I'ma say it one more time, I'm not gonna stop. I'ma say it one more time, I'm not gonna stop. Ooh. It's still gonna be Mama Say, Mama Saw, Mama Saw. No, I like the words now. Like I know the words. I, I don't wanna, we know black people never look at words. I got a song. Don't forget. The family prayer. Jesus wants to meet you there when that. we gather round the altar. Don't forget the family prayer. And I'm mama say, mama say, I'm not gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Actually, that song. <laughs> like when we had our first like family reunion, my grandmother sung that when we was cut. Like we like we all came back to the to the church my mom and them kind of like grew up in, and we would be the choir for that Sunday because everybody my mom's my mom's side pretty much sings, and my grandmother sung that. Oh, okay, because I don't know that. Shout out to Granny, rest in peace. My good girl, she's the reason why I'm plump because she threw down. Zoom 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 zoom. Zom, zom. You could have had a bad bitch. Nine colored. Helped you with your career. Now see, it's your fault. I'm going to keep saying it. <sighs> Welcome back to Eat, Sing, Carry. Eat, Sing, and Carry. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, shut up. Uh, Stupid ass dummy. What movie is that? Don't know. Crooklyn. Come on, you know my movie. <laughs> You said enough, so I know. Oh, oh you said. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Hakeem. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, everybody. He just brings the ugly out of me. And carry. Try without the end. Huh? Try without the end. I'm so done. So welcome back everybody to another episode of this foolishness that Hakeem likes to do. Y'all, good God. I swear if you can see this idiot. Oh, help me, please. Help me, please. Help me. Help me, please. Help me, please. What move is that? Okay. Okay. 
You carry it today. Yeah. Oh, that was wrong. Don't care. Don't care. Okay. So what are you listening to this week? Well, these weeks. Uh, how you doing? Um, <laughs> how you doing? I haven't been listening to much. Uh-huh. But I'm in the like the mood to go back and listen to like TLC the mood the mood to go listen to like the TLC album Crazy Sexy Cool fan um, mail go okay. listen to uh, Writings on the Wall what about what about your friends is that too far That's TLC too for far you for me will they stand their ground will they let you down again your what about your friends? Be around now, be around now. Be around now. Oh, they're turning back, Sonia. You don't know where it's worth a damn. That was a little bit before me. Girl. Just the time. Fan mail was your, was your CD, huh? No, Crazy Sex School. I know that one. The words that I do know. The songs that I do know. You gonna be able to escape to? No. You want to escape type of person? I, they sing down, but it's just like. They sung down. <laughs> but you know, let's choose. You know what? I might go back and listen to um, Tense Matters. To, uh, <laughs> what's the song? Uh, uh, when it was in the all black and they were standing on stage. Oh, I'm looking. I see the album cover. It's not understanding. Am I standing? That's not it. No, that was who can I now? Who can I run to? Um, oh, girl, that's not even them. Yes, it is. Who can I run to? Oh, you said escape. Definitely ah! escape. I was definitely thinking about in vogue in my head. So I'm like, I know my peoples. You even like in vogue? Yes, I do. Now, when I play in vogue, it's kind of like, mm. no, I like in vogue. So you must might be thinking about somebody else then. I want to. Ooh, my first mistake was I wanted to do nothing. Ooh. Okay, so you said you're in the mood to listen to like oh. Destiny's Child writing on the walls. Second nature. That's not old that, school art. Is that writing on the wall? In Second nature. I don't think that's that. So. Well, see, I <laughs> we found out I know some of the old old Destiny's yeah. Child songs. You, I think you were singing to the first album. The yeah. No, no, no. I listened to that when I was. Don't young. know that album. I only know. I know the album. The first no, 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 which is my favorite. No, no, no. Oh, see, I know the album. We were singing. It's actually no, I bought that no, album. No, no, no. When it's swing, yes, 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 yes. When it's swing, no, no, no. Cause it was, I was listening to them one day, and he was just like, it, they sampled some song, and that I couldn't. Was the first album. It was the first album. He was like, what? Yeah, I know. Cause I didn't realize it was sampled until we listened to that. That was like, it was a, um, a Marvin Gaye song. I can't remember. But I don't know that CD. I know, apparently. The only reason I let me I t- let me tell you how I found out about this and child. This disclaimer, uh. <laughs> my favorite group of all time. Uh. Uh, well, female group. Well, probably group, actually. Um, my Girls. mom used to get the little subscription where you get the CDs that come in the mail. So you saying Destiny's Child your favorite group of all time? Probably. I don't so. know. I was thinking Spice Girls, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Watch your mom used to get little dollar CD things in the mail, and it came. And mom was like, well, "I'm gonna send this back. I don't want this." And I was like, "Let me have it." 
I had just really got into music. So I was like, How are you, like five? No. (laughs) I wore that. I broke it. That's how much I played that CD. Oh, okay. You got as good use of that dollar. I wore her out. That was my CD. And I knew that CD from the front. Like the intro. Oh, you knew the intro. And the little uh, Dal Shanat. <laughs> like, I knew each little thing. I section. could imagine your damn room was a full concert. It and was. choreography and everything. I knew all the choreography to all the videos they had. I was that person. My aunt used to like, all you do is watch videos all day. Mind your business. Lucky, I'm going to tell you the group, I knew all their dances too. Like I know their song, I know like the intros, the songs, and, and the dance to their videos. Escape. No, it wasn't even a, a, a woman group. Oh, Drew Hill. Yes, it was. I knew every. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had Drew Hill on my my wall at home. I had I watched when they went to like La Fudgery back in Baltimore, and they were singing. <laughs> I was a legit Drew Hill fan. I steps to their song. Yes, five steps is there. Five steps. Are you done? I chopped this song that was fine. Yeah, when you had a single song, you cheated. I did not cheat. You cheated. It was high. It was not high. You just kept singing it too much because you're raggedy nerves. Actually, now it is high. I, my voice has dropped a little bit more. Oh, your balls and dropped some more. You're <laughs> about it. So that's all the stuff you want to listen to. I'm feeling real. 90s, 90s kid bop about dances now what i've been listening to i've been listening to michael kilgore's cd oh yeah i've been listening to that it's really really good um i enjoy it um i do i enjoy it so Why i've been listening to that <laughs> oh blanche j blanche Blanche. She has her new single out. I think like uh, she's probably some more stuff, um, but it's Discovery or Discover. I can't. I maybe I don't know what I'm saying. It's Discover or Discovery, one of the two. My sister girl. But definitely is a a damn vibe. Feeling it. Blanche. Love her to death. Shout out if y'all have not still listened to Blanche J. Um, please listen to her. I'm gonna try to add this on to this episode, a snippet of the song. So y'all could know. We'll post her on our... Yeah. On the thingy. You're going to post her on the page. But also, I'm going to try to add her to this episode as well. A little snippet so you can go listen to her. Yeah. So, uh, what else am I listening to? La-da-dee, la-dee-da. Now, saying that, listen... I danced the whole time on the Black Girls Rock thing. If you only knew, man, I'm a man. Send us something truly. Yeah. Finally, it's happened to me right in front of my face, and I just cannot hide it. Listen, maybe when I like have a house party and like just dance. You are so aggy. Gush, gush, gush. But yeah, I listened to that, and I was I'm, I haven't listened to some more, but I know he's on Johnny Pekee's new album, so I have to go check that out. Ow! Oh, and seeing Layla. I listened to Layla. I actually listened to Layla after watching her on Terrell. I've been listening to Layla. 
honestly, yeah, honestly. Okay, let's have a listen to. So, anything's on the webs? Mm. Any perusing? Well, I'm sure this is old news, but um, stupid ass. Um, what's the girl name? Talking stuff about Lizzo. Yeah, so I just was kind of girl, girl, bye, girl, bye. But something good I found on the people's internet is um, I saw that the owner of Slutty Vegan she just oh, yeah. paid off 30 more um, students' accounts at was it Clark? I think uh-huh. it was Clark Atlanta. Listen, that's a blessing because Clark Atlanta is a private school. Like the Thanks. rest of schools in uh in the, at the AUC, so that's that's awesome. It said thirty more, so I don't know how much she paid off like before, but I know she paid off thirty more. I know it was like two or three, and I think she went back and paid off thirty accounts. Got you. Okay, yeah. So I thought it was that's amazing. Yeah. You know, her, I think did she already, did she already move out to Jonesboro? Yes. Yeah, that's ma'am. I like your sandwiches, but that's for. I have to be in the area. <laughs> I have to be in lay area. <laughs> To go to Slutty Vegan. And, I mean, listen, it was good, but being a person that flip-flops from vegan to vegetarian to meat-eater, I've had plenty of plant-based burgers. It was good. Including the Impossible Burger, the bacon, I know. The highlight of that burger. <laughs> the bacon was food. Was We had the first night stand. First night stand. I don't know. I think they sell that bacon now. Re- yeah, I saw them was trying to do that, but they now they do it? Okay. That bacon was... Del- I was like, this is real bacon. You're lying. No, nah, I didn't get that real bacon feel, but it was a nice, cute little bacon. You're lying. It's bacon. Let it go. <sighs> well, I haven't really seen anything on the internet. Um, like, I know we were talking earlier. I'm in a different space, I know, as far as my social media is concerned. Um, of how, like, I don't want hate on my like hate speech and mm-hmm. tomfoolery on my timeline. I feel like I've got enough of that going on in the world and I don't need it on my social media. So I'm in a space of now friend or not. If you're talking that foolishness, you got to go. You are going to get a deleted, not blocked, not hidden, delete. So do not return. So you saying like if they say anything ignorant or that's like borderline hateful or just hateful, you getting you getting pieced out. It's yes, disrespectful. Like I ain't that with no keep like chances thing. Like that's your that what you say first usually is what you think and how you feel. So this is my question because what are people that eventually grow? You know, you're not giving that chance to grow. That is not that significant in your life because the thing. The most recent situation, they're not that significant for me to really Oh, so care. girl, you can go. Pretty much. Okay. But I think there's a difference between um, ill-informed opinions versus hateful speech. Okay. I think, there's a, I think it can teeter. That line can be teetered. It too. can be teetered. That's why I was telling my coworkers the other day where I am trying to seriously... Look at the the information that's presented for me and decide for myself whether I feel like it's hateful 
Because that's my opinion. If I feel like what you're saying is hateful, you don't have to be in my space. You don't have to be in this my space. This is my space. Even if it, if you my don't intend it to be hateful, if I feel that way, I don't want it. Okay. Um, but I think that I've gotten to a place where I can be very. Is the word right? Objective. Or. Finish your sentence. Maybe I missed it. About what's being said like i can't i'm not gonna take it personal i guess i okay. take myself out of it and look at it from the other side and be like okay sometimes it's just still hateful exactly so yeah. i need to take it and look at it from from, 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 from you because your lens is kind of like yeah right. you, right. i don't like it sis but i want to take myself out of it and look at it and be like oh that's still hateful all right but goodbye. honestly even with that me knowing you i don't see no point in you taking yourself out of it true you see what i'm saying because I want to know if I need to educate the person. I think just being self is still, you don't have to take yourself out of it. I, I just don't think you should have to. True. You get what I'm saying? I, I, and I guess I, I mean. Because you're still going to be coming from a bias. It was because of who you are as a person. And I think that's why I say I want to take myself out of it. Because I, then I need to know if you're worth me trying to educate. Okay. 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 Got you. Because. I, maybe I get what you're saying now. It's like removing yourself is like it doesn't affect me personally, but when I look at it holistically, right. affecting others. Yeah, is do I need to educate? Now? Got you. Okay, I'm caught up. I had a little slow moment. Because, I had a little and slow then moment. I'm taking time. Like the comment was made maybe a day or two ago on my on my social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, as we talked, I realized you know it was hateful. Goodbye. Yeah. So in a few minutes, this person's gonna be deleted from social media. Because you made the comment, and then I go through and read the comments, and I'm like, "Oh, you just being ignorant." Now it's time for you to go. Got you. Comments are messed up every time because your response to what people say to what you said makes it worse. Mm, The statement was kind of like, but the comments was like, "Yeah, you're tripping." Right. Because at first, the 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 statement she made, it was almost like. Maybe she's ill-informed, or maybe she just doesn't understand. Granted, it's not for you to understand, mm-hmm. but that can be a teaching moment there to explain, hey, this isn't for you to understand, because it's not you. And speaking of that, we, this wasn't what we were talking about, wasn't what we were supposed to talk about, but it just brought up something to me in my head. Like you said, like, it's not for you to understand. And people quit like, oh, this is my opinion. There's a difference between an opinion and being hateful. That, and we were talking like, exactly. Yeah, and people like to use that, oh, this is my opinion, when you're using hate speech. And that's completely... And that was what I was trying to, like, got you, the difference got you. between. Because I, I, I was just sitting, sitting thinking about this, like, kind of like, we like to say, oh, this is my opinion, and everybody got an opinion, I can say I don't want to say blah, 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 blah. There's a difference in having an opinion and being just hateful. Exactly. There's a complete difference and people need to learn that and stop their mess. And I felt like it became hateful as I read more into the comments. Right. You may have given your opinion in the beginning, but then the hate starts spewing out of your and co- in the now comments. now I felt like, okay, now your statement was meant to be hateful. Now gotcha. It's time it changed from to opinion go. to hate. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't just don't... Because uh, when know, you let people explain themselves... It, they yeah. will show themselves to you. Honey, you hear that, me? that dish gets so the big more, and deeper. It's just like mm. the more you sit back and just watch people, they just keep digging that ditch. And she kept digging, and this it's, it sucks because the, that's not the person I knew. You know what I'm saying? That's not the person I was introduced to. Like I don't know of circumstances over time that we have not talked mm-hmm. led her to this point mm-hmm. because that's not the person I met. 
and not and even especially in the environment that we were in in school. Like, and under the circumstances we met, I wouldn't expect those comments from her. Got you. Interesting. Cause, and I'll go ahead and say it because I'm if she did listen to the show or she don't, I don't really care. Um, she was basically, I'll just even say it, her opinion was based about trans men and trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, and her opinions on um, address, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah! addressing, just jumped in your throat? Addressing, addressing trans women and, and trans <laughs> men how they want to be addressed. Okay, like he and she. She the doesn't see it that way. So if it's a man, a man that trans transition uh, transition to a woman, to a woman she's who's still, a trans woman is gonna say man. She's still gonna say that's man. disrespectful. And under the circumstances we met, where most of the people you were around were in the LGBT community, well, you know that don't mean that because people I'm, still struggle with the but whole. But you stay like, around these people though. Trans? No, I'm just saying. Even so, like that's I what I'm like, saying. Like they don't have a problem with like. Everything else except the T. They don't gotcha. have a problem with you know what I'm saying? When it becomes trans, everybody be like, oh my God, I don't get it. I don't understand. Woo, what? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I got yeah. Because I think that's the, that's, the T is the big issue in the LGBTQIA plus acronym for, for a lot of people. Okay. And I think even gay people struggle with that. You're right. There's or a people, lot of people that's on the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Like, people struggle with that T. And I'm just kind of like. You're right. And I, I think a, that's the biggest thing. I have met a lot of people in the community that are very disrespectful towards the trans community. Yeah. When they get to that T, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. no matter if you're cis, cisgender, heterosexual, you know, you know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, I think that's the, that's the struggle for people. And I just think, I'm just kind of like, So, when? I felt like it was hateful for me. Um, so I just feel like hate is hate. I don't care who it's directed towards. Mm-hmm. If she had said something about plus size men, plus size women, if it was hateful, girl, you got to go. Yeah, and it's not just about a trans thing or the the LGBTQIA community is about just being hateful. Period. All across body it. shaming, all of that is just like I've grown spiritually, mentally over the years and it's just like respect everyone no matter what like I know people say respect is earned and all that kind of but I feel like there's a level of respect that should be given to each person right we've talked about that yeah kind of like you the generic respect should be given yeah and that's that's, and that's basically if I want to if I said Hakeem I my pronoun now is they approach me as such do not say she do, do not say best. he yeah, right. To remember to pronounce to address right. you as such, and I get if it was just like you're just getting used to it versus being disrespectful. Like right. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call you she this whole time. I'm gonna call you she. I'm not gonna say they. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful because you're not respecting my wishes. Right. So I just feel like so long farewell to you, my so friend. Long bye, bye. So long, yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Now, I had a question for you. Okay. Um, and I have two questions. Well, sure. I'm going to start with this one. And this right. one, it wasn't supposed to be about questions, but I know you said you want to talk about something else, too. Um, but it is officially football season. 
football. And, okay, we don't go to football games for real. Like, I'm not into, like, college football and all that stuff. But, again, being from HBCU, it's kind of like, you know what time. It's time for homecomings and uh, games and just going to games this year. Are you excited about the seasons coming up? Uh, and a lot of times it ain't about football. It's about just going to be around the family or, you know, other HBCUs. I mean, since I'm from the band, I was in an HBCU band. It's like, for me, mm-hmm. halftime is game time. This That's is true. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm excited because I watch band videos. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So just to get back into the swing of things. Got to give you some new stuff to see what uh-huh. I Uh-huh. So that's what I'm excited about. Okay. And then actually just going to other HBCUs, trying to do that and experience the culture every, like um, from different aspects. Of so what's on your agenda? This this football season, we're going to Tally uh-huh. to uh-huh. see Family versus Southern. I'm uh-huh. Excited about Why this that. Why is so exciting for you and important we for you? Have not played Southern since I feel like 2007, my freshman year. Ooh, you old friend. So that's well, 12 years. Yeah. Okay, and I count right. Yeah. And this is almost like to me, and this is my it's, it's my opinion. It's your opinion. The Who's battle of the Giants up? from Swack and Miak. Band-wise. Band-wise. Okay. Like, Southern is seen as a bully in the swag, almost. Okay. Like, they they loud as shit. Okay. And then FAMU is the marching country. I mean, <laughs> it's America's so band. So, I saw that video that's been going around. Maybe it's just because I have a lot of people that was in the band on my um, on Instagram and all that stuff. Um, of the band. I think it was, they, were they in the band room or something? Probably. Hi, what's your thoughts about it? You know, you're excited about this, This, you know. I am. I'm, gra- I'm glad to see the growth um, mm-hmm. over the years since I've been in the band and, the, you know, the, the places, the, ba- the, the, um, the comeback, the snap bite okay. that the band has had to do Okay. Um, from issues in the past. Okay. Um, so I'm very proud to see where they've come um, and where they're going. Um, so you're excited about the football season yeah. I'm interested because we're going to go to um, because this is going to be our homecoming game when we go see family and <laughs> exactly. Southern this is our homecoming we're not coming back for homecoming <laughs> but we are going to Tennessee State because one of our friends are from, went to Tennessee State and he invited us to come to their homecoming I'm excited about that I told him already I'm, I'm wearing FAMU I'm going to get my shirts when I go to FAMU to wear to wear and it was like really yes I am now I support all HBCUs however, however Comma. I will not be wearing a Tennessee State shirt. And none of your colors. No. I'm going to wear orange and green. Okay? The whole week. Okay? The whole week. All my outfits going to be orange and green. I'm going to find Just because. HBCU made shirt. Orange and green. Now, we're going to root for y'all to win because we're at y'all home. Homecoming. But, and we're going to taste your delightfuls. But, but as far as what I'm wearing. Who this one fam? You know. Gonna... <laughs> who this was real cute. But it one fam. It's never fame. So, it is my goal to start, though, going to other schools. You know, because I just want to support the culture. Got you. Got you. That's important. So, I, I, I plan on going to maybe an Alabama State game this okay. year. And the Bumblebees, um, you like? The who? Okay, the Honeybees, Bumblebees, stink. 
They no, the, the plus the honeybees. So, I was talking they about the plus. Have, yeah. I was talking about the plus size dancers. The honeybees. I would say bumblebees. I don't know why I call them girls <laughs> bumblebees every time. The honeybees. The honeybees. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about the honeybees. I was specifically, not specific, but specifically talking about them. Yes, the honeybees. I want to go to one of the Alabama State games. People always talk about Howard Homecoming, so I got to experience it one year. Okay, not this deal. Um, Jackson State, I want to go to one of their games. I've been one of their games a long, long time ago. And so what was so funny, family was there. Oh, wow. I think it was like, but I think when I went to like a battle of bands or something. It was, it gotcha. Was, it was when I say it was way before we met. Ooh. <laughs> it was, I used to go to Jackson a lot because one of my friends from high school, her dad lived in Jackson. Okay. And we were going to Jackson for all kind of other reasons. But I ended up being in like a game or something. Or it was battle of bands. Or it was something a long time ago. But yeah, so I'm excited about the football season. Okay. Me, I just go. You know, I wasn't in the band. Uh, I went to FAMU. <laughs> Me, I would be more so the... And what's crazy is I didn't go to any of the basketball games while I was at FAMU. For a basketball player for you not so, to go. For me to be a basketball player, I didn't. But, you know, it was weird because I really haven't been <laughs> into a lot of basketball. Like, after injuring my knee and moving, back to Tallahass- moving to Tallahassee, it was just kind of like... I really haven't been. I went to one, one, maybe one game when Florida State played Duke. I went to that game, and it was a good game. It was years ago, and that's always a good game. Even no matter like what Florida State record be looking like, for some reason when they play Duke, it's a great ass game. They play their game. Yes, the, the game is played. <laughs> but my goal is to even like I want to get back into going to basketball games, whether it's a high school game or and I know too. I know too many high school coaches around here, even really? like hey. I'm not saying like extra play basketball coaches. I could talk to Mike and be like, "Hey, Mike, why well, need to go watch basketball at for high school?" I haven't seen a high school game in ages, and I want to kind of get back into it. I like basketball still. I used to literally like when it's time for the season to be on. My TV was from channel to channel watching basketball. Oh wow! Not me. <laughs> but I, I, y'all have never seen that part of me though. I don't watch sports. People think this is crazy. I can't tell you sh- nothing about football and been in the band. Forever. I mean, no, I don't think it's crazy. I was too busy laughing and talking other shit to be paying attention to the game. When I was in the band in high school, I didn't know it was like I, I could tell you what a, a field goal is and a touchdown and a turnover is like a fumble. I knew touchdown because we had to play. Yeah, and I know like Fight you know. Song. Oh god! Well, good job, Hakeem. Um, and then when I was a freshman in the band, other things were going on. <laughs> In college, other things were going on, so I really didn't have time to pay attention to the football game. Oh, yeah. Anywho, that's, that's my excitement about the seasons. Um, this season, well, also this time of year for me, of course, it's football season, but the fall is I love the fall. One, my birthday is in the fall. Two, fairs, the weather changes. Cold weather, Halloween, like, and I think I, I like Halloween because I'm a Halloween Eve baby. So, it's just like my time of the year. Okay. So, I'm kind of excited about the fall coming in and the things. I want to go apple picking. I go to an orchard. <clears throat> orchard. Orchard. You said it. <laughs> orchard. Mm-hmm. My next question for you was, because I, I just keep seeing videos about it. I'm going to say this because I know this is what we're gonna, you're going to say this before I say it. They sing down. We got it. They sing down. I got it. Kanye's Sunday service. What's your question about it? It just came out of nowhere. It did. And I, now I did see something where I don't know if it's true. It was a screenshot I saw yesterday that 
they said um, he credits Chance the Rapper getting him back to that side of himself where it comes to his, his religion and all that stuff. Um, and I'm kind of cautious about that. But whatever. Um, what's your thoughts about it? Like, like what, have you seen anything besides the singing videos? I know we know how you feel that they sing down. I, I was curious, like, how did he come about? You know, doing the Sunday services. Is it only music or is it like almost like a complete Sunday service? It's a concert. To my, it's a concert. To my knowledge. Okay. Okay. Them little potato sacks they had on that one video, I was just like, kind of like. It was his brand. It was his clothes. They all like potato sacks. That is right now, I think about it, his clothes like potato sacks and <laughs> tennis shoes. Pretty much it's like his styling. Got you. It's his coming here tomorrow, actually. I just found out today. Oh, really? They have a Sunday service here? Uh huh. But isn't it, don't they have like ticket prices for that? I don't know. I just saw a thing for people to come sing. Oh, why didn't you go sing? I just found out like five minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> now I did see they were singing. Uh, what they were singing? Hezekiah Walker. This is the last video I saw. They were singing Hezekiah Walker. There is nothing too hard for God. That's my jam, and they were singing. They sang. They were. I saw. Just curious, and I know um, one of my homeboys had a couple people that sung with the, um, when they were out in California. So, I was just curious what your thoughts were. It's all, I ain't seen nothing horrible about it. I mean, I feel like it's just a good time. Okay. Just a bunch of concert, like yeah. choir songs and just or jamming. Or R&B songs or rap songs that he's turned into R&B songs. I think he that did is a right. Tupac song last time. Boom, dun, 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 dun. Yes. California. Well, Israel did it. But they changed um, the words, but I don't know Who is like said. the Lord, too, though. So, I mean, gospel, well, I guess it's just a gospel music. Well, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> But nothing crazy about it. Okay. This was curious. That's all I had for you right now. I'm finna sneeze, people. Ew! Praise the Lord. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. Have you been watching the Black Lady Sketch comedy show? I watched it one night. But I was, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I was kind of like in and out of it's sleep. It's interesting. Really? Do you like it? I think I do. I lo- I love Issa. I think I like it more so because it's black black people. It's us's. Yeah. It's a us's. And a lot of the stuff is from our perspective, of course. Okay, because a lot of times sketch shows are kind of like it's a lot of the stereotypical pilot. stuff that we deal with, but it's that's the funny part of it, mm-hmm. and it's it's coming from us, so it makes more sense. It's from our lens. Yes. And not the perceived lens of white people. Where it can become borderline disrespectful. And we want to fight you. Right. So, I think that's... It's, it's good. Okay. It's good. It's I'm definitely a lot of people, it out. Like, a lot of people that you never expect to be. I saw, like, Patti LaBelle. I heard she was on that. Um, um, I know the first episode. I got to the part where it was, like, at the whole... Um, the lo- I want to say the whole round table where Angela Bassett was on there and they were all yes. talking or whatever. Being a bad bitch. Yes. Yeah. I, I stopped there. So I, I remember I was in and out of sleep on that one. So it's like the first episode. So it's a lot of people. Amber Riley. A lot of people coming in and out. So I think it's a good thing. And it's thing. all black women, right? Um, pretty much. Okay. What are some black men in there too, but... But the predominantly is black women. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's called Black Lady Sketch, so I'm tripping. Hmm. Yeah, I need to watch it. I want to go see it. No. But I haven't seen the first one. I've seen the originals, but I've not seen like the first. My best friend said it was good, so I'm okay. It's not your type of judge. I don't I don't expect you to. Ben Helsing come back this week. This month. <laughs> like two weeks. Um 
So what we what, 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 what's the four one one? What's the <laughs> what's, what's what's the Google on the Gaga? We have not done it in a long time. <laughs> We're going to talk about um, the workspace and women in the workspace. You had an you had an experience. Oh this week. yeah, yeah. That's just just you with your little. I want to really talk about this because I am frustrated. Come on, man. I did not say frustrated. You didn't I say frustrated, said, but you didn't realize some things. I didn't know about the relationship of women leadership and, I don't want to say subordinates, and their employees. Or those who report to them. Yes. Was such a strain mm-hmm. or was a, stru- a power struggle mm-hmm. for women in the workspace with each other. And I wouldn't say that it's all like all women, but it's high. It's it's a high especially with black women. I wouldn't say that. Well, I mean, yes it can be yeah. It's it's just it's shoot. <laughs> yes, it, it can be high amongst black women, black woman to black woman where this woman becomes a supervisor and she's just disrespectful as hell to other black women. And it's not, and I think a lot of times people think it's like, oh, I need to give, because you're a sister and I'm a sister, you're supposed to look out. And it's pretty much the opposite, the way a lot of times they treat each other. It's almost like, I had to do this to get here, so I'm going to make sure you don't have it easy kind of shit. You don't pave the way, like yes, and that's and that's that's a lot of things we do. And I'm not saying I'm not saying just black women, but people in period. We're talking about black folks now. Black women, though, it's kind of like you had to get your ass kicked. So now you're gonna kick somebody else's ass, so they can so they can get where you are. Why not? You went you you open a door for somebody else. Lead the way. Lead the way and make it a little bit easier for them. Bring somebody up. And, but we don't we don't think like that a lot of times, and it's it's and it's it's sad. Um, I was I was saying the only reason why I was saying that it wouldn't um, I wouldn't say it's just black women, but you didn't say it was just black women. But my my friend is going through something at her job where this this lady don't know her from Adam, and she just be giving her a really hard time. Like, and what's so funny is I don't report directly to you, so you want me to send this information to you, but I went through the proper chain of command, but you giving me a hard time. I don't understand like why women and ma'am, you just got here two weeks ago. Yeah. The girl, um, my good friend, my Caucasian friend on my team, I'm the only male <laughs> on my team. And she was explaining to me, she was like, when you, a lot of times when you have an older manager, older woman, mm-hmm. because of the difficulties they've had coming up in the workspace, um, they feel challenged by younger women. Okay. That have like gung ho and like a drive to get to a, a higher place. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she's experienced where, when she was trying to what what a she was trying to make a lateral move in one of her workspaces, the manager was you know responsive, trying to get her you know all the things she needed for the interview, but then when the the next time she tried to go for a position that was higher. The manager pretty much became non-responsive, and I'm like, I didn't know. Like, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. I don't know this life. You know what I'm saying? Ironically enough, a lot of times with, especially with like black men, they're trying to pull each other up. 
and I'm with my experience. I've never experienced to where I'm having more issues with another black male in a workspace. It's almost so like we homeboys. Let me see what I can get you. And that's crazy. (laughs) And the funny thing is, women don't do it just to women. They do it to men too. Because I had a friend that has had a situation. Some women do. And I say, oh, not, we're not making this a blanket statement where we're saying all women do this because it's not what we're saying. So it's cleared it up real quick. Like, But I had a friend who had a supervisor that was a black woman. And she gave him hell. He was a young black dude. Really, you know, really good at what he does. Don't have a degree. Uh-uh. And, um don't have a degree in like his field but he's worked his way up gotcha but when i say sis gave him hell she was just like evil like evil mm. and like so so it's not just what black woman black woman they do it to, to young black men too and it's so because it's weird for me it's like cause my experience with women in <laughs> workspaces and i and, and my friend told me it might be just my personality mm-hmm. i'm very uh she said what is it i'm like very even like I don't really do much I don't have like a, an aggressive attitude very laid back in the workspace and I just always run into the, the space where my leadership no matter male or female male or woman excuse me or black white they've always tried to get me into a space where I can move forward Okay, and it may be a personality. So, so when my team um, was explaining to me, because like I said, I'm the only male on my team, and they were telling me their experiences with their managers that have been women, I was like, I had no idea this was a thing. It happens in workspaces. I can't say that I've really... But they're not the first people that said that to me. Yeah, I don't know if I've really experienced that in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I guess because <laughs> this is gonna sound horrible. None of the jobs I really kind of like. I want to move up here. I w- I would say we've worked together. Yes. I've seen it. Even when we work together. Yes. Really. Yes. I mean, I could think of some ways. Yes. Yeah. I've seen it to where certain individuals are like, why are you being so extra? Like, you know, kind of thing like, why are you doing so much? Like, why? It's almost like you don't have to do that. You don't. To like show your authority. To You don't have to do all that. You don't have to that. push your weight around. You got the title. You know what I mean? And they like, hired you to do such, so... You have the title. You don't have to and do any extra. And honestly, no matter how many degrees I got, I have, or whatever, I'm in a chair below you. You have the title. No matter what I do, unless you get off the Especially wall... Especially in the space I'm in. That's what I'm saying, like... No matter <laughs> like, what they're not I trying do, to... They, they can say what they want to say, but they're not trying to, you know, do nothing with nobody. That's so it's like, so you don't have to toot your horn. You don't have to push your weight around. To show yourself approved. So she got it. Yeah. I didn't worry about getting the other people, the other powers that be. Because me, I'm not a threat. Exactly. You worry about the wrong people. <laughs> facts upon <laughs> facts. But yeah, that's that's been my thing this week. And I'm like, now that they've brought that to my attention, 
I'm more observant. Yeah. Of the way, even with my manager, the way she may speak to people. Got you. Because she don't treat, she treats me. But now it makes you look at the whole picture. Because they call me, I don't want to say, they almost call me teacher's pet. Got you. I'm also the only male on the team. Because I came on the team and I was almost treated just like the senior agents on my team. Was it because you were just a returning to the position? But still this position is still fairly is still new, new to me. Okay, gotcha. The only only advantage I had over newer people in this in the in the biz in the um company returning. was the fact that I've worked in the system before. Got you. So you knew the system. I knew the system, Not but I didn't the know position. the job. Got you. Now I think about it where I am now, yeah, I've seen some struggles with black women and actually black men in the workspace. Exactly. I had to think about that. It's it's been rough. Yeah. And it's it, it like even with a newer company, why are you trying to throw your weight around? <clears throat> it's just you're trying to I, I, I don't know. It's it's just it's just raggedy. I mm. Ooh, this is why I want to work for myself. But yeah, so Lord let me win the lottery. I'm I'm being more conscious and more um observant of how women are treating them each other in the workspace now. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I just want to see, you know, if they are just speaking from their suspect perspective or if this is something that can be noticed from the outside. Okay. So that's what I've been dealing with this week. I mean, but it's, it's a good thing, you know, to learn new things in the workspace and be like, you know what? Yeah, I, yeah. For you, I mean, it's a thing. When you said, I was kind of like, yeah, it's a thing. It happens. Is um, <laughs> we sit in a lot of areas that we work in. A lot. Of, now I have experienced it the other way around. I feel what after like hindsight, where a black being a man versus me. Oh, that's given. <laughs> I, I just feel like in a male with oh. men and women. Period. Like, again, my, my co-worker, she was saying she came out of college in a time where the economy pretty much was trash. Mm-hmm. And her dad's friend took pity on her and gave her a job at an engineering company. Mm-hmm. And she pretty much started off as a secretary. She was like, she had been sexually harassed so many times. Men are trash. She was like, she had been told she don't know shit so many times. She ain't been pretty much... Do this or you ain't got no job. Kind of, that's pretty much how they do her um, in those spaces. And even when she got to the point where she got another job in Georgia, um, she felt like the men would talk to her. She was, and she was a manager. She's like, the men would just talk to her any kind of way. Like, she was like, when she wanted to go on her pregnancy leave, they gave her hell trying to go on pregnancy leave. And would not push. They was like they weren't gonna pay her either. That's so raggedy. And don't start my pregnancy leave because I just learned a lot about that now that my friend's pregnant. And so I'm just kind of like Ugh. they gave her hell with that. She was like, it's just for some reason. And when she addressed the people that sexual harassed her, HR came to her and was like, "You're not gonna last long here if you keep acting like that." And I'm like, damn it. And see, I'm just in a space. It was so crazy to talk to my best friend. I'm just really in a space, Hakeem, where a lot of times people, and I just thought when you said that, a lot of people, we don't say anything in these jobs because they like to threaten it. Like, yeah. oh, but I'm kind of like, bitch, the same way I found this one, 
I can find, find another, another one. one. So I'm in. I'm really with this. Like with my last couple jobs, I'm in. I'm in a headspace where I don't give a darn what position I'm in. You're not going to be disrespectful to me on a human level. Right. And that's what I'm not going to take because you're in a position. Because I hit like like you're not gonna talk to me crazy. I don't care if you an operations manager. I don't care if you my manager. I don't care if you my manager's manager. But you're not gonna disrespect me because what I can do is find another job. At any time. And it might be a little harder because, you know, the economy is trash and I ain't like you. I came, I just can't push a button and people calling me. I don't know what's, you know. I am not like that. <laughs> Hakeem, you are the job master. I can get a call center job with no issue because of the call centers I've been in. Okay. Cool beans. But other jobs I struggle to get. Okay. But you can get another job nevertheless. Tish I'm true. sure I could too. But I'm just saying, I'm just not in a, I'm in a space where... You will not disrespect me on a basic human level. True. I don't give a rat's ass what your position is. You're right. Because I will cuss you out and keep it pushing. And I'm, I mean, unless it, I'm not going to just cuss you out all of a sudden, but I'm out of level that you let have and then move on about my business because you're not going to do that. And I think a lot of times people in these positions feel like because you are in such position and, and you can just say whatever you want to people, no, you can't. I don't care about your position, your title, because let's strip with all of this. I'm a woman, you're a woman, or I'm a woman, you're a man. We're people. Don't disrespect me. That's where I am with my jobs. I don't think I've ever been in a space where I felt, quote unquote, disrespected. I've been tried. I haven't been disrespected. I've been tried. Oh, this has been a test. Mm. And people have quickly realized that Hakeem will quit a job. <laughs> And leave you hanging. And I guess I'm just hearing stuff that goes on in my personal job about how people be disrespecting. I'm just like, I would ask them, who the hell are you talking to? Hello. And I say, the Lord knows not to send those people in my direction. Like, when I be hearing stuff, I be like, they said it to you? And you let... Because that, that, oh, they'll have the right one that day. <clears throat> Listen. Who are you talking to? Excuse me. Who, who <laughs> you talking to? In the conversation. Who, who you are you talking, talking to? to? Let's start there. Because I'm not your child, number one. Don't let your position get you knocked so out. So let's redirect the way we're going to have this conversation. Oh, let's start this whole thing. I'll walk out the room while back in and we can start the conversation <laughs> over. However you want to do it. We can pause, or I can take a breather. Out, grab my things. And go home. And I'll see you tomorrow. Or, or I, my lawyer will be calling. Either one. Let, let's talk about it. Cause like, how we want to do this. How, how do you want to do this? Because... It's a lot of, lot of, hmm, yeah. <laughs> how do you want to do this? How, how, how do you want to approach this conversation? have yeah, grown with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And how people treat you in the workplace. Because, you know, as a child, people, they, are, they, they use their, your manager, they use their age and mm-hmm. the fact that you're taught to respect your elder kind of situation yeah. against you to talk to you any kind of way. I'm gonna tell you honestly why yeah, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Go ahead. But then when you get older, it's like I don't care how old you are. Watch your mouth, keep your teeth. As my mom used to say to me. <laughs> Watch your mouth keep t- Come on, sit. Watch your mouth, keep your teeth. I love it. Yeah. That's my thing. Watch your mouth, keep your teeth. <laughs> my mom used to say to me all the time. Watch your mouth, keep your teeth. I love it. I love it because I'm gonna start telling people that watch your mouth, keep your teeth. <laughs> and say it with straight face, I'm like, what? Yeah, said it. I shed what I shed. And I'm not taking that back. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you why I think I've gotten this way. 
and it's gonna sound crazy, and people, if you ain't never worked in this position, in this, in this arena, you don't know. From working in the church, I think I've gotten like this because I'm like, you're not gonna talk to me crazy. I think that's, that's trickling down to all my jobs. Okay. I've worked in the church for so long, and baby, when I say there's some human beings working in churches, it's some human beings working in church. We like we like to put them on a spiritual pedestals, and baby, those are humans. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think working in the church has really toughened my skin about jobs, mm-hmm. and just just my experience from working in a church um, of what. I'm going to allow in a workspace or what I'm going to tolerate or how I'm going to let people talk to me. Because for a while, I just was kind of like, you know, let me just do this. But now I'm kind of like, mm-mm. And like, again, it comes with age and maturity and also experience. And I think working in the church, I'd love, I would go back and work in the church hands down over working at any corporate job, period. Okay. I love my people, but I also know how to deal with them and they also get on my nerves. But I would work in the church over working a regular quote unquote corporate job. All day. I think from working in call centers from different aspects for so long, I think a lot of times with people in these positions, they don't understand their worth. Because you're taught in call centers, mm. you quit now, they'll have their seat filled next week. Yeah. That is true. However, comma, that person that you're come bringing in, doesn't do this might not have the same work ethic skill set skill set knowledge any of that that i had so now you're having to retrain i think we need to get to a point that we're in these jobs that do have high turnovers mm-hmm. be empowered in your seat your worth mm-hmm. because though i'm not though i've been with the current company i'm with technically be after we're rehiring i've been there about a year and six months now mm-hmm. i'm already mentoring other associates that were there before you got came back some people that were there before i came back okay. and people that are coming new okay like i'm a they ask me questions older people ask <laughs> me questions because i understand my worth and my position so I empowered myself by gaining knowledge. Mm-hmm. I ask questions. And I ask the right people the right questions. I read my handbooks. So one thing you'll know about me is you're not going to get over on me very easily. Gotcha, because I'm hit you with the ooh-wee. Because I know in this section, such and such and such a section here, this says this. So I think we need to start in these spaces, empowering ourselves and not being so, what's the word I want to use? Laid back or uh, complacent. complacent and letting other people tell you what's the not, what, what facts and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these times, these managers use the fact that, that you know, that know that they know you're not going to know the actual rule to pull something Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And even in the space that I'm in, you can't do my job. That's another thing. You can't do it. But it's also frustrating on the other hand why I am. True. Yours is a different situation. Because <laughs> I'm like, I say. They can't do it. Nobody above me. Can do your job. Can do my job. Now Not now. Maybe one. One. Only one person I can think of that's actually doing something. Or two that has actually done. I'm talking about my my my, my, my direct chain of command. Oh no no no, 
My direction rant. But overall, the center, yes. Maybe one or two. One or two. But directly over you? Directly? Not a nary. Like my direct chain of command going to the top? Not nary. That they would say? Not a nary. But I would say from where I am to the very, very top, the very, very top might be able to because, because of their background. Okay. The very, very top. But everybody between you and the very, very top, not And it's a lot of people in between them right there. A whole bunch of them. It's a whole slew of them. Sitting in the the training with some of them, it was kind of like... You telling me what to do and you don't know know the basics? The basics of what I don't even do anymore. My thing is, and I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent with this. I hate the fact... That so many of these jobs are getting to the point where they hire people, they outsource management because of their management experience. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. teach someone to be a manager. Yeah, all day. Could have groomed us. But who am I going to go to for questions when my manager has never done the job? Yeah. Even if you did like, you did outsource like one manager to be over everybody else, one or two, and then groomed everybody else right. in the positions. You know, I, I could deal with direct that. Direct management should not be outsourced. The manager that comes directly over the front line, so the supervisor should not be outsourced. I am 100% like... Well, the structure I have... And that's, but that's not just your 99, company. Yeah, but 99%. Except like, one. Coming from working for the state, the state don't do that crap. Not no. very often. No God. You're only gonna get that in the sense of you worked in a very close you had, Yeah, you had to have like experience in that that arena. For you to get management. Yeah. Decisions. Going into the corporate America. I take that back because I did have one. When I worked for one of the state positions, my manager knew absolutely nothing about my job. Really? I've never experienced that. But that was <laughs> when the business is about money, gotcha. that changes. I can attest. I to worked that. for the state and, and the the section of the state that I worked at, it don't really matter. It's like revenue. When you said when you said money, I was kinda like, yeah, it had and to be the arena, my original manager knew stuff, but he left and the new manager I got, he was like, Y'all I'm a, I have management experience in this department. But never but for exactly your what department you for what y'all do, I've never done it. But I, I can appreciate him saying that. He said that. He was like I can't answer nothing. I'm not going to Was pretend. he willing to learn? Yeah, he was trying to learn. Okay. And that's a little different. But when you start like putting stuff out your butt, like you know what you're talking about? He would say, make an exe- he would tell me all the time, make an executive decision. And he said, if, if it's wrong, I back you up. I can fool with those types. Yeah. But the ones that be trying to act like they know everything or try to be like, make it seem like you lesser than, and you I want to be like, than? take a day. And do my job. Sit at my desk and do my job. Can't do it. So yeah, that's my little my little. Sh- we went the whole rabbit hole from going to. I don't know how we got here. We started with talking workspaces. about yeah workspaces, but work relationships. It's all going to get better. Any last thoughts or comments about workspaces or anything in general? Again, empower yourself. Come on with the with the empowerment if, at the end if, of the episode. If you're gonna if you're gonna work in that space, make sure you're knowledgeable about all aspects, be it HR, about attendance policies, mm-hmm. about leave policies, about things of that nature. Because 
a lot of these corporate jobs will take advantage of you because you're not going to take the initiative to, to learn oh. the policy and procedures. And a lot of them make mistakes, but they won't be fixed because you don't know any better. Got you. So empower yourself no matter where you work. Ask for an employee handbook. <laughs> ask for when someone tells you something that's policy and procedure, ask them where can Writing. I find that policy and procedure. Okay. Don't just take someone's word for everything. That's your words of wisdom? That is my... It's, Take it from somebody who knows better. And you're and doing, so I'm better. doing better. And I would say, even on that, we're talking about workspaces. Um, I would say, um, for me, because I'm in a different kind of space when mm-hmm. it comes to workspaces and where I am working now, and this is, I'm totally speaking to myself right now and also to others, be kind to yourself in this transition. Um, and don't get lost in the what is now but what you're working towards and try to still work towards that Mm -hmm. you know so if you're not wanting to be in this workspace um excuse me we had a little technical difficulties but what i was saying was excuse me (laughs) what i was saying was like even being kind to yourself in this moment um is if you're working on to you know if you're an artist or if you're a singer or if you're going back to school again your master's a phd and you're not in a space where you're just not really listening you're not doing the work your soul must have mm-hmm. essentially just be kind to yourself in these moments and continue to work whether it's small or big um Work on your exit strategy and your exit plan and save up money how you can. Because I know, yeah, and, and you know, maybe you might have to eat some peanut butter and jelly or some oodles and oodles, you know, some, some ramen. We'll call it ramen, not ramen. We'll call it ramen. Just, you know, just doing those things. And I, I'm, y'all, like, I'm 100% talking to myself in this moment. Yeah. I'm really talking to myself. And maybe I came too because we talk about you stuff are. all the time. And being that being kind to yourself because I know me, I will beat up on self and just like I got all these degrees. I'm being really transparent at this moment. I got all these degrees, I got like what, four or five degrees. And I'm in this space and I'm just like, Oh my god, oh my god, I just I'm just and it yeah, I just really get down on myself because I'm like, I did all this work to be in a call center. And I, and it just really, really messes with my psyche sometimes. And even when I'm in the process of trying to look into doctorate doctorate programs, doctoral programs, I'm I'm starting to psych myself out. Like, maybe I'll just wait till next year because okay. I feel like I'm losing time now because applications are due December, and I'm like I've wasted all this space. But then, what am I? Am I really going to wait another year and then be in the same space I was last year with mm-hmm. well, this year? You know, so it's kind of like just push through and get it done but again just be kind to yourselves in this moment of transition and do all that you can that if you need to and i was i guess saving is a big thing because if you need to quit this job at any given moment to do whatever because you might just get to a point where you like i'm gonna do what my soul must have me the work my soul must have you have that cushion and to piggyback off what you're saying because i know i've gotten to that space um i was having anxiety attacks because mm-hmm. of the job um that's when it's time to leave a job, though. I have gotten into a mindset of make this job work for me so that I can go do this, the work my soul must have. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to work that overtime to get to the point where I can be financially ahead, mm-hmm. not stable, ahead, gotcha. so that I can get to a place where I can be like, okay, I can leave now. And now I can go, f- well, well, I can start funding the things that I want to do. And then when I get to a place, okay, I can do a smooth transition now. 
Got you. And even if you have to, like, life stuff happens. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's just doing the work. That's just my favorite quote. And every time I have to do the, the late Dr. Katie Geneva Cannon said it, do the work your soul must have. And I'm really kind of trying to figure out that work as well. Shoot for the stars, even if you miss your land. I'm going to shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you land amongst, land amongst the stars. I like that. Where you heard that from? That's a model for my team at work. Really? So shoot for the moon, and if you land, you're amongst the stars. Shoot for the moon, and even if you miss the moon, yeah. you're going to land amongst, amongst the, the stars. stars. Okay. And like, and I, we're getting this, I know we're rambling now. You get into this comparison stage where you look at all your friends and what they're doing or what's happening in their lives. But then I have to really take a real look at my, Krista, have you done that work? Right. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you cannot do that because you have not really done the work. You have to be real with yourself in that mm-hmm. situation. That's why I've really been. And then a lot of times, you know, I have friend people remind you all the time, like a lot of these people like Steve Jobs and all these people who got made bills and kudos of money, they start till in the late 30s and 40s. So actors, singers. Yeah. So it's still possible and to figure out that work and just and that really takes self reflection and self self understanding and just working on self. So I'm gonna stop rambling if I really get all spiritual latte in here and start talking about random stuff, but that's my last thing is do the work your soul must have and work towards that goal and don't get don't get weary and well doing. Right. Really you know, well this has been another wonderful, exciting, eventful episode of Easing and Carrie. Bye, y'all. <laughs>